0: What's going on, guys and girls? We've got a shelter in place, COVID-19. We're all in separate areas, but this is the Work's Take podcast, and we're still going to be going on. We finally have Parsa back today. Um, it's been a while, but he sort hey of guys, has a mic situation, um, and yep. he's going to do some in other news real quick. So what do you got, Parsa?
1: Sweet. So I guess one of the biggest things that's happened in the past couple of days is you know the NBA went through and announced who's being inducted into the Hall of Fame for this year, and I think you know, with Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, and Kobe Bryant. Uh, I was talking with McConnell and Matt earlier, and I think, undeniably, it's the best class we've ever introduced uh, in a single year. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe. And yeah, so pretty pretty nice to see him honored uh, as as early as they could have honored him in the year that he passed. So yeah, really Definitely. good stuff. Uh, and a little bit of NBA, I guess, after a while, because, you know, you, we're really not seeing any games. So it's really, really tough.
0: Yeah, they actually have an NBA 2K tournament between NBA <laughs> yeah. players. It's it's not fun to watch. I actually don't recommend it. It's really boring because half of them suck. And it's like they're just kind of sitting there. And, yeah, I wish that they got Kevin Harlan to actually do the, um, like, play-by-play. Instead, they've got the 2K sim engine Kevin Harlan, and that's just awful. They don't yeah, have any did you see, commentator. McConnell, did
1: you see the player who had, like, a water boy come in on a timeout? Did you see that?
0: Oh my gosh, I didn't see Matt, that. did you
1: see that? There was, there was, was, So there was like, I saw like a live stream of their, the 2K tournament. I forget which player it was. But he, there was a timeout called and he calls over his uh, water boy and then he takes a little towel rag and just rubs his hair like he's sweating and then he drinks oh some water. God. So thanks, man. <laughs> and then continues playing. Wait, <laughs> it was funny. one of
2: the players in that?
1: Yeah, it was one of the players in the 2K tournament. Yeah. And he had like <laughs> a water boy come up to him. And like you see the water boy's hand come in, hand him a towel and a water bottle. That's really funny. Cool. That's hilarious. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. So podcast updates. Um, this is Tuesday's episode. Um, we're going to have another one on Thursday as always five thirty. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, that's going to be the worst take net. If you want to follow us on Instagram Parso, what is that?
1: That would be the worst take network uh, on Instagram. We actually changed the name recently from the worst take pod. Since we're expanding our network, we put the name of our Instagram under the entire umbrella of what we're doing. So you can find us now at the worst take network on Instagram uh, the link for our website's in our bio. You can find everything from our podcast to our Twitter on that website as well. So yeah,
0: we've got a lot of articles um, that come up yep. daily, a lot of writers, a yep. lot of great stuff that you all should definitely check out. We've got a lot of interesting stuff. But I'll leave that to you all to check out. Um, So to start off, what we're going to be doing is we're going to have our intro segment, like always just a fun lighthearted thing. And today we're going to be doing like a random NFL team generator. And then we're just going to talk about like our favorite historical players from those teams. Then we're going to talk about the big news for sports this week, the all decade NFL team. Then Parsa has his first worst taken a while. Um, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, not saying hopefully much because all your takes are worst it's takes.
1: As as, hey, I mean, I'm, and all I got to say is hopefully it's as bad as you want it to be. Okay.
0: Huh. All right. So to start off, I'll run the uh, random team generator, and basically, it's no player can be brought up that is currently on the team right now. So if we randomly generate, the Packers can't say Aaron Rodgers. In addition to that, you have to bring up so players. So wait, that you were can't go- say
2: like sorry, you can't say like their best player or what is it? No,
0: no players currently playing for them. So it's only historical players for that franchise. And you can't pick, like, let's say we roll the Jets. Uh, Matt, I know you and I are both big LT fans. You can't say LT. I'm sorry. He's not really a Jet. Like, it's got to be a team that they, like, really played for. Um, So it's got to be, like, the Chargers for LT. Yeah. Okay. Like, if you get someone where they were, like, dominant for multiple teams, you can bring that up. But, like, your memories of them has to be from... Like, that main team. Like, if we get Broncos, I'm not saying Joe Flacco. Um, okay, cool. Okay. But, so, for any of you that don't know, I'm a Ravens fan. The other two guys, they are Niners fans. So, um, hopefully we get one of those teams in this random. I don't know how long we'll go. We'll just go for a little bit till it gets boring. But, um, so, Sweet. the first team, um, the Patriots. You guys have a favorite Patriot that's not currently Patriot. on the team? Ooh, there's a main man that's been there for a while, but I
2: mean, I might say Wes Welker.
0: I like Wes. Yeah. No, I Aaron Hernandez. No, I'm just I kidding. Would say, I, probably, would say... Gronk, I would say
2: probably, probably Gronk. Yeah, Gronk's pretty yeah. sick. Gronk's yeah, very. I, think, I mean,
1: Gronk has definitely had the biggest effect on like our lives. I would say uh, and influenced football the most in our lifetime is like I mean, I don't the Patriots, know. as a tight end.
0: So for uh, me, Tom Brady. I'm gonna tell you my favorite quarterbacks, my favorite players of all time. So it started off, I was a big Manning guy, but he went to the Broncos. I went to Brady. Now that Brady has left the Patriots, I'm no Brady is no longer my favorite quarterback of all time. So I'm gonna go. Who's your with favorite
1: quarterback of all time, Jameis? It's
0: Peyton Manning. Um, it went back to Peyton uh, because from, sure, I,
1: from Jameis, I see. You.
0: Well, Jameis is just by far and away number one. But, um, no, so for the Patriots, I'm going to go – I remember this guy most in a Patriots jersey, Randy Moss. Um, Randy Moss. So much fun to watch. That's what really got me into football, Brady and Moss. Uh, Now that Brady uh, left the team and I'm not as big a fan of him, going with Moss. Uh, Maybe.
2: Yeah,
0: go for it. Another guy, Vince Wilfork. Oh, big Vince. Yeah, Huge,
1: huge. Vince Wilfork was the guy, yeah. And Vince Wilfork
0: uh, was awesome too. He was such yep. a great guy, yeah.
1: And another guy from that era who I thought of who I was going to say, because this is like early in our lives. We were about four or five when he left. But, you know, he's he's known to be one of the integr- integral pieces of the Patriots uh, from like the early 2000s. Ty Law. I remember him a lot. Oh,
0: Ty Law. What about uh, Rob yeah. Rob.
1: He's, oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Adam yeah. Vinatieri. But, yeah, um... but I
2: always remember him as a Colt.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I think of him as a cult. Um, so I'm gonna to go to the next team. The Cardinals. Darn.
2: Oh, it's Kurt Warner,
0: and I know he's kind of a Ram, but he also went to the Super
2: Bowls with him. I just thought Kurt was so so cool and so good.
1: That 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 Cardinals Steelers Super Bowl might be one. I I think the be- the most amazing Super Bowl I've ever seen. That's a that's a good one.
0: Um, yeah, man. The problem is, I'm a huge fan of Larry Fitzgerald and Charon. Yeah, me Jones. too. Me too. And so yeah. it's like they're still on the team, um, and Larry Fitzgerald has been on the team like almost my entire like football watching career. Ah, um,
1: uh, I know who I would say. Okay, you go, you go, McCona.
0: I gotta go with Darnell Dockett. I like, I have a cup that has Darnell Dockett on it from when I Darnell went to Dockett. a Niners Cardinals game. He's a monster. I love Darnell Dockett, but um, that one's tough because I'm a big Larry Fitzgerald fan. So
2: yeah. I I watched that Super Bowl like a week or two ago. Darnell Dockett looks like the greatest player ever to put on a football <laughs> uniform in that game. He's in the backfield. I think he has like a good like six quarterback hits, and I know like both Apparently, Bosa broke the pressure record last Super Bowl. I do not know how he was even close to Darnell Dockett. Because Darnell Dockett is in on every single play. He throws like two guys off of him every time he goes to... Every, like when he goes to the B-gap, the guard in the center don't have a chance. And they're trying to double team him and he's destroying them every single time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Does Darnell Dockett still not play on the Cardinals or no? No,
2: no he's he's long retired.
1: Yeah. Okay. He, but when did he, he, when um, did he retire? When did he, he retire? Actually,
2: he actually... uh. Was on the 49ers. I don't think he ever played a game, but they signed him one offseason. Yeah, I think they cut him. Yeah, he was the
1: Niners. That's so weird. Honorable I went mention, on, Anquan I actually Bolden. went on a webson.
0: Anquan, yeah, that,
1: okay, that was hey. Yeah, that, awesome. oh, really? <laughs> that, that was my player. Oh, really? That was my player. It was Anquan Bolden because other than Larry Fitz, like, no. okay, well, Anquan Bolden also had a decently long terms with other teams as well, but he did spend a good five years in Arizona. Yeah. So I would say that he, he actually did do a lot and he was the number one receiver there, number two receiver, like, easy and he was a huge, he was the reliable guy. You know, the guy you throw the ball up and be like, this guy can make the catch. Uh, not, not necessarily the most athletic speed demon out there. Uh, probably even less athletic than a guy like Larry Fitzgerald. But he, w- he was just a consistent set of hands all day, you know. One of the Monster. major reasons
0: why the 49ers don't have a Super Bowl in the last 20 years. Not um, him. That's not why him. I think of yeah, Aaron not Con him. Bold. Get out He's here. He's the reason they got to the no. Super Bowl. Oh, um, they got there. He, he he absolutely destroyed that postseason. I think of him as a Raven. That's why I didn't have him as my number one, just because I don't remember as much on the Cardinals. More but of a you Raven. remember that he but. was a
2: Cardinal, then a Raven, then a Niner, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Or was it Raven, if, Cardinal, Niner? I'm pretty sure it was no, the Raven. No, he was a Cardinal no, no, no. first, and he had one yeah, of the greatest
0: rookie years for a wide receiver ever. Had like the best opening game, like absolutely dominated in Arizona. Yeah.
2: But I but didn't the Ravens Madden... trade him? To the Niners for like a 6 round pick, right? It was something weird, and so. then he yeah. played against the Ravens. Yeah, he was he was one of the best possession receivers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even on the Niners, he was such a reliable guy. Like
2: the, the ten yard speed. curl, the ten yard curl, he would destroy yep. people. The ten people
1: yard on. curl, that fifteen yard outsmat. That was his. That was his grit and grind. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: just a first down yeah. machine. All right, next yeah. next team, Chicago Bears.
1: Oh, Matt well, Forte. One. Yep, Matt
0: Forte. Matt Forte. Devin Hester.
2: Devin yep. Hester is pretty sick too. Um, obviously Guess you could so. say Brian Erlacher. Um, well, Brian
1: Urlacher. You Charles can, you Tillman. You might say no. You have to say Brian Erlacher. Brian Erlacher. Dude, the peanut punch. Yeah. Charles <laughs> Tillman. I also uh,
0: thought about Walter Payton. Like I know I didn't get ever. Get hey, to see Devin him Hester, live, baby. But I said Devin Hester. Oh, you said <laughs> already. Yeah, but like, just they've got. I mean, they're a historic fan. For the namesake, I'm just gonna say uh, Dick Buckus. As a kid, I always loved that name. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Shout out to Big Dick Buckkiss Um,
2: I also have to say another guy that I would definitely put on there. Actually, he's gonna he's gonna pass up Matt, For- uh, Matt Forte. Yeah, is Jay Cutler because Jay Cutler. Oh my gosh, was...
0: he was a monster.
2: No, no, just hear me out. He was so much fun to watch. He literally played like he didn't give a fuck that he was playing football in the in the pros. <laughs> he would just launch shit up like and like some games he would be an absolute animal. Other times it would be oh he just threw four interceptions to uh, what's that corner's name? He threw four picks to him in a game.
0: Oh um I don't, Dante Hall.
2: Yep, no, Dante Hall. Dante threw four Hall. Four picks into him, and, and like one of them is not his fault. But there's one where he throws a slant and like just overthrows his receiver right to Dante Hall, and you're like dude, what the hell? And that my
1: friend is exactly why Matt Forte deserves to be
2: (laughs) No no that's why that's why Jay Cutler is just so perfect. Like he was hilarious to watch. Like you wanted some entertainment, you watch Jay Cutler because Why do you think
0: I love Jameis?
2: Not not to mention this. The difference between Jameis and Jay and Jay Cutler was Jay Cutler well, they were both like had like the cannons for arms, okay, you know. Makana
1: just... also can't just say that that's why he loves Jameis. Makana defends the fact that Jameis threw just as many picks yeah, as much. Yeah, okay, that's like, true, no, that's true. No. Get, no. Get I, out of here, just...
0: No, but Jay Cutler, Jameis Winston, both very fun to watch. Like, also, okay, Jay you know, Cutler? Great, yeah.
2: You know, the, you know the Philip Rivers video that came out this year where he's like, 90-yard touchdown, and he's screaming it? Yeah, Jay Cutler would like ram into people and like shove people on the ground and stuff. Like he was kind of a little bit dirty, but like he was so funny to watch. And like times he'd be, times he would be out, go out there and just ball out. Other times it would it would be tough to watch, really tough to watch. Yeah, but he was did also we, did we already do the so jets or no?
1: no, we haven't done the Jets. Why would you say the Jets? We've done like three teams. Because I know because why. You're I know why. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly why, Matt. I exactly. know why he was Great minds think alike, like Makana. Yeah, Speaking kind of of a former we like USC scrubby. quarterback. Yes, yeah, s- scrubby quarterbacks who mess up on their team. Yeah, exactly, no. exactly. All right, um, yeah. random generator. Fumble? Yeah, we all know.
0: Well, I'm gonna say my favorite player for this team is Ronaldo Nahemia.
1: Oh, because this team I? is the
0: 49ers. <laughs> if you guys don't know who Ronaldo Nahemia is, he's the fastest 49er of
1: all time. What do you mean if you guys don't know, bruh? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean if you guys don't know? <laughs> who the um, hell knows who this guy is? Yeah, no I one do. knows.
2: We do. Ronaldo Nehemia. You I guys know who
1: he is. For Dude, me, unfortunately, we know who he is.
2: For me, it's probably Frank Gore. Does he count? Yeah, yeah for me it's Frank Gore. Yeah, Frank Gore for
1: counts. me it's Frank Gore. Like Frank Gore is my favorite Niners player of all time. Like,
2: obviously, yeah. there's obviously there's all the guys before. Um,
1: I'd say Kaepernick, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: A lot of I mean, I haven't really watched like a ton of the old Forty ers but like I mean, I wasn't alive. But one that you have to talk about is Ronnie Lott. Just because yeah. Ronnie Lott was probably the most badass dude ever to play football. The dude oh, no. lost a finger. The dude lost a finger in a game yeah. and was like, Yeah, amputate that shit. I'm going back out there. And, <laughs> yeah. and if he sat you next watched to me it, at a
1: basketball game. He sat really? next to me courtside at a warrior a Warriors game and I actually it was insane. I sat next to him. My friend was taking me to the game because he's, I don't know, he has season tickets. Pretty. Uh, shout out Alex LeBay. He took me there for my birthday a while back. Uh, but uh, we went and we're sitting right next to him and my friend Alex goes, is that Ronnie Lawton? I'm like, dude, check his finger. So for like 15 <laughs> minutes, for like 15 minutes, we're trying to look at this guy's like ring finger on like his right hand or something. And... And we find it and we're like, no way. And we look it up. We like to make sure it's like the right finger. It's a match, like pretty much a DNA match at that point. And we like turned to him and we're like, are you Ronnie Lott? And he like talked to us for like 10 minutes.
2: That's so, so cool. Sick. That's so,
1: awesome. So yeah, Matt, the whole finger thing was pretty funny in that moment. Cause we got to like firsthand kind of, yeah. yeah. That he was rolling Ronnie Lott. Really awesome. Funny. All right. Let's also, go to the next yeah. team.
0: Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, the Cardinals again, the Raiders, the Raiders,
1: <laughs> I mean, okay.
2: It's mm. it's this man. I have a jersey of him. Warren Sapp. Ooh, Warren Sapp. I have a Warren Sapp jersey. It's about the size of a five-year-old. Because that's when I had the Warren Sapp jersey. <laughs> Warren Sapp was awesome. Not to mention, learning that I loved Warren Sapp as a little kid. And then finding out that Warren Sapp is just kind of a crazy dude. Not like super... Eh, he does some sketchy-ass stuff. But... But he does some, like, just crazy stuff. Like, he's known to be, like, an an, intense partier and stuff. And I think it's just so funny that, like, me at, like, five years old love this guy. And in reality, he's just a party animal. And, like, not in the way that, like, Gronk's a party guy. Like, in the way, like, yeah, this dude just goes and just does crazy shit all the time.
1: Exactly. And I would say, I I guess my example's not a player that I got to watch, but a player that through watching his highlights and – even playing Madden, like became such this, <gasps> this bigger than life thing to me is definitely Bo Jackson. Uh, oh, yeah. Bo, you know, Bo Jackson. It's considered to be one of those guys, you know, who's like an all timer, someone who was one of the, you know, like they compare him to Emmett Smith. They compare him to the, you know, a lot of other players. Uh, but I think he is a really interesting guy because he's known to be an insanely explosive guy. He ran a 4 2 as a 230 thirty pound. He ran
0: back, under 4 2
1: yeah 419 so it's insane uh i mean the fact that this man could carry that weight and be an all-time great and kind of like yeah wreck wreck the league when i wasn't alive and now like video games and highlights and so many things have been influenced by his impact on the game so shout out bo
0: yeah i actually didn't even think about mark salen or Bo jackson yeah Uh, the guy that first came to my mind was um this isn't the guy i'm gonna say but um dave casper i just love the name casper the friendly ghost you know chilling at the tight end position but i'm gonna go with charles woodson yep. um monster at he played safety Greatest with corner. them yeah but charles woodson actually for, so on the raiders good.
1: he played both cornerback and safety yeah. yeah he was he was the type of safety that they put one-on-one on their best receiver on the he was team's best he receiver was insane. he was really fun to watch um
0: yeah. let's go to the next team
1: well, shout jaguars. out shout out before we move on, shout out Darren McFadden. But yeah.
0: Oh Darren McFadden I like that. Jaguars. Yeah. Oh well, Jaguars.
1: Jags. I mean, shout out McCona's Halloween costume.
0: I'm a big you know, fan of
1: the boy, the Gardner, boy in the shoe with the stash.
0: But he's still on the team. You're talking about
2: Jaguars? Yeah. There's one yeah. guy that's definitely better. Tree trunks MJD. for legs. MJD. Yes. MJD 100%. was so fun to watch. And the Jaguars were so bad when they had him too. That's what was awesome. Because it was just like this one dude that (laughs) snapped monster.
0: I think they actually had one year
2: I think they actually had one year where they made the playoffs with him though. Yeah. I think they lost to the Patriots that year.
0: Well, a lot of teams do that.
2: Yeah, that that tends to be a thing that happens quite often. No more. (laughs) No more. Oh no, dude. Jared Sidem's taking him to the
0: ship. Oh my gosh. I would die. Watson just come out here and it's like, oh my God, this
2: this dude's better than Mahomes.
0: Better than (laughs) Brady. (laughs) He's just like, all right, uh, let's go to the next team. One honorable mention though, David Garrard, he threw that touchdown pass and the call on that by the play-by-play guy, Gus Johnson. Oh my gosh. One of the greatest football play calls of all time. Just, if you guys haven't seen it, David Garrard, Hail Mary. Just listened. It's just so nice. Oh, just I know what you're call. talking about. I've heard that before, Knocked yeah. down. Hey got it. Oh,
2: my God. Just is it the one where he, is it where he smacks it. it back yes. like into the field of play and he catches it and then like takes two steps in? Yeah. David okay, Garrard, okay. he was the
0: quarterback then. um, I just, I'm not a huge fan of Garrard, but that play call, I just think, when I hear Jaguars, I think of that play. And that play was David Garrard throwing the football. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was David Girard. It's the only other Jaguars quarterback other than uh, Blake Bortles I can think of. But um, next yeah. team, the Redskins.
2: Redskins. Inter- yeah, interesting. Can they? Be Jason a Campbell, who
1: doesn't play for them anymore, or no?
0: Well, they have to not play for them.
2: It's Jason Campbell, guys. Alfred Morris.
1: Alfred Morris, dude, you have to Alfred Morris. Wow.
2: So wait, are you guys talking about Kyle Shanahan? Because that's the only reason Alfred Morris is ever relevant. What about RG three
1: was a beast at one point, for a little bit. Washington RG
0: three was fun. Um, <laughs> like he was fun to <laughs> what watch. What do you mean, dude? The dude didn't even last. Like no, but
2: that one year. Yeah, he was nice. He was real nice. He was. Nasty. I would say
1: the boy Pierre Garcon. Shout out! I was out. saying oh. he was, was Redskins. He was so fun to watch yeah
0: santana moss
1: yeah santana moss d'angelo hall all these guys that oh yeah wow wow yeah
0: that's why i want to do this because it just brings up names where it's like you don't think about and then you just you hear that name put a smile on your face
1: exactly um, like,
0: yeah Kirk cousins no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding
1: uh shout out dwayne haskins because uh yeah he might not be playing for them <laughs> <laughs> in the next year um
0: hmm, i can't think of any others all right, let's I mean, go to the next. Besides team. the
1: current crazy people like Josh Norman, there's no one else.
0: <laughs> yeah. The Seahawks. I know you love the Seahawks, you guys. Okay, well,
1: the first pick, you know, it's got to be the boy. It's got to be the it's got to be the skittle lover. Someone Ooh, yeah. I, I think he devises odds because this man goes on the bench as a back that doesn't even run with pure speed but power and eats skittles and then goes back on the field and just tackles people while on offense. <laughs>
0: Okay. That, was great, <laughs> oh, that was a great description. Great description. There, there's one guy thank you.
2: There's one guy that I have to pick. And I know this is gonna be a lot of bias in this.
0: Richard it's Richard Sherman. Sherman.
2: And this is why.
0: Because he I, ruined Michael Crabtree's catch. Is that why?
2: No. <laughs> uh, trust me, you gotta hear me out. I hated Richard Sherman more than anyone else I hated in sports. Could not stand him. Least favorite player ever. And now he I lie, I root for him and obviously it's cuz he's on the Niners. But like I really like him now. Yeah. And that's pretty crazy because there's never been another athlete that's been like that where I like could not stand them and then I was like I really really like this person. Dude, Matt, it's really cool cuz that
1: was the second time that's ever happened to me and the first time was with LeBron. But okay. um, but it was yeah. it, but it was different than, it was a little bit different than what you're saying cuz uh LeBron also kind of I mean, okay, Richard Sherman and LeBron kind of chi- Like, their attitude used to be more of, like, them against everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I felt like Mm -hmm. when he was on the Seahawks, it was, like, he he was that guy on the Seahawks. He was, like, the Draymond Green at the same time. Like, he was that guy where everyone hated him if he wasn't on their team. But now, like, I feel like Richard Sherman has become more mellow and more like someone who, at least on media, is portrayed as someone who works together with people rather than, like, you know, the the video of him going off on Crabtree, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? So Um, LeBron kind of warmed up to me, too.
2: I would say this. The thing, okay, I hated it because at the time, of course, I like Crabtree. He's like our best receiver. Crabtree huge gets the Niners. Um, Yeah. But as the careers went on, you know who's the better guy. You know who's kind of a tool. Crabtree's kind of a tool. Um, Kind of. He, I mean, he gets in the fights with guys all the time. He's just not that great. I don't know. And he, it's very clear that Sherman was probably in the right. Crabtree and him were probably going at it all game, and he's like, "Dude, this dude isn't even close to being on my level." And I know. That I know, turns Matt, out to be t- true.
1: All this stuff makes sense, but the reason, but the reason Richard Sherman got all the hate he got was because it is justifiable that Richard Sherman, after making that kind of play, has just nasty words for the other team rather than celebratory words. You know, so that was where Richard Sherman messed up. As someone who went to Stanford University, I'm sorry. Like, you should know better. How to portray yourself on yeah, media, yeah. and he hasn't, and he hasn't, and for to your point, he hasn't done anything like that ever since. So the one, the you're one I'd right. say Crabtree was clearly yeah. someone that pushed buttons and clearly someone that was disliked big time, far beyond what I realized as a Niners fan when he played on the Niners. You know. All
0: right, I want I want to get my guys out there. So I'm from Portland, so a lot of people are Seahawks fans. I don't like the Seahawks. Um, I don't like their current players. I don't like the Legion of Boom. I like when, you, when when cool. I, but when I was a kid. I did like the Seahawks. The first football game I ever went to was a Seahawks game. They absolutely destroyed the Jaguars. They won like forty to zero. And you know who was quarterback in that team? Matt Hasselback. Hey. Matt Hassleback's awesome. I love Matt Hasselback. I love Sean Alexander. Um I'm gonna go Hasselback or T J Hushman Zada. Love that guy. but I'm gonna go Hasselback. Uh, go um, I don't know why. Just He was a fun guy when I was a kid. I was just like, think about quarterbacks. Matt Hasselbeck. Just like, okay. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) But, um, let's do a couple more. Yeah. Um, Let's
2: do two more.
0: All right. Yeah. Two more. So I got the chargers. Oh, easy LT. Yeah. LT. LT. I have like eight LT jerseys. Or Cromartie.
2: No, LT. LT was by far my favorite player ever. that's
0: fair.
1: I have have an LT jersey. I'm going to go LT. LT on the chargers like was, was like that superhero you know what i'm saying like it, i cried it, like, when lt when... retired yeah right because like when when richard sherman was the villain eight like like lt was the the good guy that everyone looked up to you know that that guy who was like the the king you know rather than like the evil guy yeah i've only cried and two just... times
2: about sports once when lt retired once when my favorite baseball team they've been underdogs their whole life the padres yeah the Padres. I mean, I'd also say to didn't him, make the playoffs in... in 2010. That was the other time. But the but the LT one. LT's my favorite player ever. And like when yeah. I was little, I really liked the Chargers. And then I, as I got a little bit older, I like became a Niners fan because my dad is a Niners fan. Or because the and, Chargers sucked. Well, I grew up. In, <laughs> I lived in San Diego, kind of. Like on the weekends, we had a house there. Like when I was little, and so we'd go mm-hmm. up there and like we go to a lot of football games. So that's why. But then I just started watching football more, and like when I got more into it, I became a Niners fan. Yes,
1: yeah, but see, I love LT, yeah. Yeah, LT, I mean as a non as a non Chargers fan as someone who never even gave any more like extra credit to anyone besides a Niners player, like Ladamian Tom- Tomlinson was one of the most influential people to me in the football league when I was young growing up. Like I feel like his retiring to me at that age was as big as as Kobe Bryant's was to me older, you know, a couple years back. Mhm. Uh, yeah. Because it, it shook the league. I mean, like you said, people were crying. Like when He was Matt the says best he was crying, like, Yeah, like people, no one hated LaDamian Thompson. Everyone was on his team. Like even when he was on the Chargers, like it didn't matter if you were a Chargers fan. Like you were an LT fan, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. He was you know? just, was, he's the best running back of this generation. I'm sorry, Adrian Peterson. But since Barry Sanders, <sighs> there hasn't been a better running back.
2: I always like yeah. it because it's kind of cool. Cause um, like LT kind of passed the torch to AP, in a way. Like right when yeah. LT like like LT was like it was like the whole thing like the older veteran, and like AP comes in and LT has like a couple good it's years like the and then he's kind of done. Yeah, yeah. Like in that in a way, like in a running back sense.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's go. Let's go. To the final thing. I mean, everybody loves LT. Um. The Saints.
1: It's the last team. The Saints.
2: Oh, 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 oh. Tracy Porter. Tracy Porter is yep, a legend. Tracy
1: Porter. Tracy Porter. That has to be the, that. Man. That's it. That's who I was thinking of. Tracy Porter. Who rooting for six. the Colts? Unbelievable. I mean, there's no other play <laughs> that I remember more vividly from the Saints in the last ten years than Tracy Porter's pick six.
0: I don't know. I remember the Minneapolis miracle.
1: I mean, yeah, true, but that. Well, but...
0: <laughs> um, for me, it comes down to like Marcus Colston, Jimmy Graham. Robert Meacham. You have to
1: go with Marcus Colson too. Marcus Colson's on a Tracy Porter level level. He's an OG.
0: But like
2: Darren Sproul's mother dude.
0: Darren Spro I yeah. think Darren Sproles on the Chargers. I'm sorry. Um No, I do too. <laughs> I did too. Like I mean,
1: but you could say the Saints too.
0: Yeah, you could, but he's just not as fun. I mean Darren Sproles was popular because he played with LT. Like yeah. Dude, was, people paid attention nasty. to Chargers games and then they were like, Oh wow, this Darren Sproles guy's also awesome. Let's like him too. But yeah. um I don't think there's anybody on the Saints that I'm like outstandingly love. Um that's tough. I I'll go with um Marcus Colston as my guy. But
1: I would probably give a shout out. Well, I mean, obviously, we didn't even mention Reggie Bush either. But oh wait, yeah. no, I'm
0: going Reggie Bush. I have a Reggie Bush Reggie jersey. Reggie Bush,
1: Reggie Bush for sure is
0: is an OG. I mean, except I have his Dolphins jersey. So um, it's funny, guys.
2: A lot of our favorite players are running backs, yet running backs are the least valuable position in all of football.
0: Yeah, but people love them. <laughs>
2: but people love running backs.
1: Exactly.
0: Can you name a running back people hate other than Ray Rice and Kareem Hunt? and Adrian Peterson, and (laughs) all the other running backs that beat people up. O.J. Simpson. I would Um, also
1: say Roman Harper for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. He was badass.
1: I remember Roman Harper as like an O.G. saint from when I was young. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's that's pretty good. Should we move on? Yeah, let's move on to the uh, All-Decade team. So, Matt, why don't you lead us in this?
2: Okay. So, we're just going to go through position by position – and then kind of talk about the guys that are there do they deserve it there's some guys that there's a couple guys that are borderline overall I think it's a pretty strong list but we're going to talk about these guys and then we're just going to talk about some guys that are at least in the discussion so like and we're not going to focus on guys from the 2000s so like there'll be a couple players like what about this guy but it's like no they're a 2000 player like they're not a 2010 decade player so like Paul Amalu, no, like, he, he's from before. So, like, there's a few guys like that. Um, but starting off at quarterback, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers.
0: How is and, Brady on this list? Okay.
2: <laughs> let me kidding. let me get into this real quick. Because a lot of people are like, Bree should be on it, Bree should be on it. I think Aaron's better. Um, but I think Bree should be on it. I don't know why there's only two quarterbacks. How are you going to have yeah. two quarterbacks, four running backs, four right receivers? Obviously, it's, like, two-by-position in a way but quarterback is is way more important and they definitely should have just put three quarterbacks on it. It's stupid that they didn't. Um, So it should be definitely be Brady Rogers and breeze.
1: But if it has to be
2: two, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I feel like the NFL should have like, in a sense, like you're saying, like it, it makes sense. If you think about the fact that there's one quarterback on a team compared to like four linebackers on a team, but like who start, you know, but if you're gonna make like an all-time team and you're gonna leave like somebody, you know, like Drew Brees out, it should just be like top ten quarterbacks of the decade, top ten running backs of the decade, and I guess for per they should have like kind of done a better job presenting it because, like as fans ourselves, they don't do like sometimes they don't tell you exactly what went into that decision. Oh, uh, like, I say something. Would, you know,
0: they do it before, two before. by position because that's how they've always done it.
1: Um, but they don't do two by position. Yeah, they do. Yeah, more they, do. Than, they do more than no, two no. There's two
0: linebackers in a three in a um in a three four. Like there's two middle know, linebackers.
1: Three,
0: like you're there's two middle that's linebackers only, on our team. There's two outside linebackers. So there's four. You multiply it by two. There's two main running backs. You multiply it by two. The one thing that I'm pissed off about is where the heck is the fullback? Big boys yeah, get it's also no love. Different.
1: It's also it's also you have to represent. So
0: the fullback the should be and in it's And it highlights Drew Brees because Drew Brees has never been the best. Rogers was the best. Brady was the best. Yeah. Brees has and that's he's not on it. that. Drew Brees, that Drew Brees was the best. No, he wasn't. He's never been the them. best. He's never been.
1: He's tied the best. I mean. No, he's not. How, how can you say that it in in Drew Brees' prime season where he took?
0: When did he win MVP? Season? Never, because he's never been the best.
2: That's the problem. He's he really has never been the best. That's but, and like the Drew he's Reeves. always two but, or but three. Who
1: won MVP who won MVP that the year he might have gotten snubbed.
2: Probably Manning who played against them okay, and his well, defense was, and his in defense opinion, and an onside kick won it. Like it's not Manning's fault that they lost. You know like okay maybe it is cuz they threw that fucking pick only six. But the reason Drew Brees
1: doesn't get <laughs> as much attention cuz is cuz is because Aaron Rodgers is way more of a publicized quarterback and gets way more attention. He's and way better. His head down and puts in the work. I don't <laughs> know, dude. Rodgers is so much more. Rodgers is so Breeze. much better. All time, uh, Rodgers is better. But but Drew Brees has gotten to peaks in his career. Where yeah, but he was 2010s is prime
0: Rodgers. Yeah. And Brees exactly. hasn't been so, unstoppable. So like he he would have won MVP. But, but also,
2: let's not just forget that Drew Brees played on the Chargers. Wasn't very good on the Chargers, and then became good when he got a really good offensive coordinator, like one of the best offensive coordinators in all of football all time. I so, know that,
1: but you could, but you could, but also that's attributed to like him growing and developing as well. You oh just no doubt, no doubt. Be, like that might honestly, that coach came in right where he flipped the switch on his career as well. Yeah, that's so, true. Like, you know, so it's 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 correlated, but it's not the whole reason. I mean, Drew Brees is one of the one of the great quarterbacks. So I don't yeah, know.
0: but he's just not top two that's the issue that's the I mean, he might. historically that's why, I th-
1: that's why i think they should have kept
2: three i don't understand it at no, all but I, I, I
0: don't get it why would you keep three that's just you need to you need to draw the line if because we're doing three more important if we're doing three all important. of a sudden people start bringing up ben roethlisberger they're like how is he not in it how is, i don't think so um, i don't Russell i don't Wilson think ben
1: roethlisberger would never be brought up if you had four quarterbacks getting chosen for the 10 years
0: what four for quarterbacks ten? what do you mean
1: or two three quarterbacks if you had instead of two instead of yeah no i agree with but that. three quarterbacks all of a sudden you're doing
0: six up. running backs no you're doing no s- no eight no, wide
1: seven
2: no i think you, you only do three them. for the quarterback no yeah, i think but you j- just works. do
1: three it's like the all it's NBA. Right, it's right. you
0: do the first and second team like, okay. obviously
1: that's not how it works because how it worked wasn't like that but that's not what we're saying we're saying that like yeah in our opinion maybe you get more depth of like including people that should be included that like, you're not missing through the linebackers by having one more quarterback spot, you know? Yeah. But looking mm-hmm. at
0: historically, like in other right, guys, decades, there was probably a third quarterback. Like let's move on to gotta, running backs. You got to make a cut. For sure. There's not sure, much more sure. on this. Yeah. It's worked um, like that
1: way. Yeah.
2: Running backs, Frank Gore, Marshawn Lynch, Shady McCoy, AP. Um, Two people I think that could have been on this list. Jamal Charles, Le'Veon Bell. Obviously, Jamal Charles played for a while. But he had a clear prime, clear couple prime years. Um, and Le'Veon Bell did as well. The reason why I think those guys might might have made it over someone like Frank Gore, and I just said Frank Gore is probably my favorite 49er ever. Frank Gore's best years were in the 2000s. Now, he had some really good years in this decade, but not his best, and he was never the best running back in the league at these times. Jamal Charles and Le'Veon Bell were probably... They probably both had two years in the decade where they were the best. Two years for Jamal Charles, two years for Le'Veon Bell. And if not the best, then the third, then the second or third best. So I think one of those guys should have gotten their spot. Um, what do you guys think?
0: I agree. I think it should be Le'Veon. I mean, he was the best running back in the NFL for four years, I would argue. Uh, when it was the killer bees, it was Le'Veon because not only was he – a top three runner of the football, he was easily the best pass catching running back. Like he dominated the NFL, um, in Pittsburgh and for four or five years, uh, I think it was five years. Um, I don't know when he got drafted, but it was 2016 ish. Um, and I think four years of utter domination is better than Frank Gore's like six or seven years of like being maybe mediocre. And then like three years of being like good, I would rather have the like domination.
2: That's that's what I think too, and that that's why it's different. Like I
1: I agree, but it's also just like a a difference in the way they thought about it. Because if you think about it, like the way that the Niners' offense was during when Frank Gore was there is like they would use him. They were very strategic, and he wasn't like like even though Frank Gore was one of the best running backs in the league for many years, I think one of the reasons that he. Maybe his potential got suppressed as maybe being the best in one of those years was also because of the offense they were running. They just, yeah, it wasn't like a complete Frank Gore show. You know, it wasn't like a Le'Veon Bell show. Like in Pittsburgh, Le'Veon Bell was the show. Like even with Antonio Brown around, like the running game, it was his show. It was his show. But with Frank Gore, they would always run like different third third down backs, different second down backs, different first down backs. They'd always like manage him in a way that he'd go on the run, and when he would run, he'd get like a six yard gain. So maybe, I mean, we never really know. But to that but, point, like Frank Gore, if anything deserves to be in the decade earlier rather than um, this decade, I would say this.
2: Yeah, that's what that's my yeah. thing. If this was like maybe like a few years back, like two thousand five to two thousand fifteen, easily, hell yeah, definitely. Because Frank Gore, when the Niners weren't good, he was their entire offense. He would take, he would have like thirty carries a game, and he was explosive. He was good in every fashion. He was good at every aspect of the game. But as he got older, he wasn't as explosive. Where you have guys here that played in this decade that were better in this decade. That's that's my thing.
1: Exactly. I I, I totally agree with that, and I think that like if you ask someone from whatever committee decides these how these work, uh, they would probably use an excuse that probably isn't enough for us. But their excuse would probably be that Frank Gore was more consistent and like had a stretch where he could like dominate, whereas Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Charles were like insane for like two, three years and then kind of went off the map. I don't know. I, I would Bell, say this. Le'Veon Bell has time, but like Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Charles right now are like running backs that were the best in the league for two, three years. And other than that, you know, we're kind of yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I would say this though. Years. If you ask someone who are the top four running backs this decade, they're going to say Le'Veon Bell if they just think about it.
1: They will because, I mean, he's just so recent in their minds too. Exactly. Like Frank Gore wasn't rel- as relevant in Le'Veon as Le'Veon.
2: Um Let's move inch. on to wide receivers. Um, Wide receiver, we got... Antonio Brown, Larry Fitz, Calvin Johnson, and Julio Jones. I think that list is perfect. Um, the two people that we were wanted to bring up were Des Bryant and AJ Green. While I'm yeah. big fans of both those guys, yep. Des Bryant was not a yardage receiver. He had very few games where he had 100 yards in a game. Obviously, stats don't mean everything. Elite, one of the best red zone players at receiver. Um, yeah. AJ Green, a little bit similar, a lot more, a lot like more yardage guy though. Um
1: explosive dude. Yeah.
2: yeah, very explosive. And I think he's good, but I don't think he's in the category of these four. Yeah, right. I think these I four are like
1: the
0: clear th- guys. Those four exactly. are all some of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Like I think you can argue any over, of those guys yeah. are a top ten receiver ever, right now. Like and those guys, all of their primes, were in the 2010s. Like I mm-hmm. I just don't understand how you could even argue against any of those guys because
1: you can't argue against them. You can only argue for another person. That's 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 where that's where this, you know Yeah. That's where most of where these they I guess they go can go wrong is you can be like, Oh, well, you missed this person, but it's like, okay, well, would you really take AJ Green over Calvin Johnson? No way. No way, not yeah, even a chance. Exactly. Not even a chance you take AJ Green or Des Bryant over those four, even if like I get it, they're great receivers. At one point they were number ones, number twos, number threes in the league for a while and they had a respect. And like you said, Des Bryant was Maybe a red zone goat to many, and like AJ Green was a goat of explosive plays. But you, when it comes down to it, you just can't.
2: Now the one thing I would say is, well, what about AJ Green? He didn't really play with a great quarterback his whole career. Well, the guy he would probably pass—that's probably lowest on this list—would be Larry, and Larry hasn't either. So you can't get him on that argument. Um, you can't get him on the talent argument because Larry's made a longer career. He's had a just a better career. So I don't. I agree with that, and I, mean, I think yeah, that's Larry kind of all I'll say on
1: those. Yeah, yeah. Larry Fitzgerald would be my top four in not only this take a decade but last. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um let's see. Flex, Darren Sproles. Why are there no fullbacks? Right? Why are there just not a fullback? Yeah. Darren Sproles uh, isn't really a all decade player. <laughs> Sorry, like he's yeah. he's awesome. I, I think Darren Sproles is one of the coolest players. I don't
1: but he's understand not like an all decade. talent. Is. Yeah, I don't
2: like, know why they just put Darren they just like were like we like Darren Sproles, let's put him in. He's short and cool.
1: Like, it's cause it's cause flex it's cause it's cause they're not going to choose the best running back at flex or the best wide receiver. At flex. Yeah. So they're just going to put, put in
0: some random guy that was like sort of good for a while. He was like a crafty piece. <laughs>
1: he was just a crafty piece. He was like the Danny green, you know, kind of like why yeah, isn't
0: yeah. Taysom Hill on this list. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He'll be the all decade, 2020 flex Taysom Hill calling it right now. Honestly, not right. Gonna
1: lie, like like Taysom Hill said, he's a franchise quarterback. I don't see why <laughs> he's a franchise a flex case. Right. Yeah, I don't see why Drew Brees is a snub. We got to put Taysom Hill on here. (laughs) Imagine. All right, all right.
2: (laughs) And then tight end. Tight end, we got Gronk and Kelsey. I like that. There's a couple other guys. We all like
0: that, yeah. I would change it. You would change it? I would would get rid of Kelsey. I would put in Jimmy Graham. Nah, dude. Dude, Jimmy Graham was the best (sighs) tight end in the NFL for four years. He was so dominant. Here's my point with Jimmy Graham.
2: I don't know of another player, another tight end, besides maybe Aaron Hernandez. Actually, not even Aaron Hernandez. Jimmy Graham had the biggest fall in just play when he left the Saints. There's not, I don't know of another tight end that's ever been like that, but just done. And obviously, like, he still does stuff, but he only does stuff in the red zone anymore. He not even, it doesn't make an impact in between the 20s. Like, he, I don't know.
0: He had He's five years a, of domination with yes. the saints and then he did have a really good year in seattle where he had 10 touchdowns so but that's he was... six years yeah. of being very good like travis kelsey was only the best tight in the in the nfl maybe one year
2: that's okay that's true. and
0: that one year would be last year but like is that kittle like i think kittle's better like i think he was always be... behind yeah. Gronk. Whereas listen, listen, but Jimmy here's, Graham here's deal, was
2: better than Gronk. That's true. That's true. I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say. I don't have a problem with it, but it could be recency bias. That's definitely a real thing. So uh, Jimmy Graham was really good. He was really, really good when he was playing.
1: Yeah, but listen, Matt. He was really good, and his peak might have been better than Travis Kelsey, but I'd still put Travis Kelsey over Jimmy Graham because Jimmy Graham's peak only lasted so long. And Jimmy Graham now is not even close to as good as he was before. That's my issue. Is that's Travis the Kelsey problem. can still play like he was playing? He's yeah, still playing. As one of the best head ends in this league. He's, he's way young. not I, that. That's, he's not
2: that much younger. I don't he's think. He's not
1: that much younger, and he 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 has been more consistent and hasn't just had the drop off that Jimmy Graham had. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy Graham, yeah. In my opinion: Jimmy Graham was insane on the Saints until the Seahawks took him, and then at that point it was. Dondo. It was like Jimmy Graham became another a different type of player and a different kind of effect on the game.
0: Travis Kelsey like s- has had four really, really good years. Jimmy okay, Graham has had more that than are- that. He has that's, three that's- other years in the NFL. That's fine, but... One, that's fine, he had is- zero starts. So he's got two other years adding on to his really good years.
1: Like, But when you look at Travis Kelsey's overall statistics, Matt, the difference between... The peak of Jimmy Graham and the peak of Kelsey is not the difference between Kelsey and Jimmy Graham right now and what it's been for but the last four right years. Now. it's not right now. But it's the last, the last ten four years. years. It's the last ten for years. The last, for the last four. But, what, did, but,
0: what did Travis Kelsey do the first four years of the decade? Absolutely nothing. Because he didn't have his first good season until like 2015 that, when he made the Pro that's Bowl. That's fair. It's like kind Jimmy of Graham, It's Jimmy Graham careers. passed the torch to Gronk in 2015 2016 Gronk,
1: Gronk, Bro, Gronk already like high key had the torch it's not like Jimmy Graham passed the torch no, we, to anybody No but he was Jimmy Graham fell off after two 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 all-time seasons he fell off like like he had, Dude he was the best tight end in the NFL for like yeah, 4 years I know I No and but, then
0: Gronk was the next best tight end in the NFL then he gave it to Kittle like Kelsey's yeah. never been the best tight end Gronk really did just give it to Kittle and
2: skip Kelsey yeah. all and all because Kelsey doesn't block like like Kittle does, or like Gronk did, or like uh ah, Jimmy Graham didn't block. Am so I like kidding? He didn't. Jimmy block. Graham that didn't block. Problem. He jumped. <laughs> yeah, and he was he was really good at it. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. I I don't. I'm fine with how it is. But that that's definitely a fair point. Uh, to tackle the only guy I could think of, Whitworth. They currently have Jason Peters, Tyron Smith, Joe Staley, yeah. Joe Thomas. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, guard. EU potty or assembly possibly they have jari evans logan mankins uh zach martin and marshall yonda those other two guys maybe they could sneak in but not like let's not talk
0: about offensive line a whole lot that's not as interesting for you guys like and i don't think any of us have the expertise to truly be able to debate offensive line talent like obviously we can bring up stats and like pro bowls and stuff but like come on we we're not We don't watch the offensive line that heavily.
2: N- didn't didn't play offensive line either, so hard to do that. Um, center, Alex Mack, uh, Marquise Pouncey. One guy I saw that a lot of people were upset about was that Jason Kelsey was not on it, and a lot of people felt that he should have been on it over Alex Mack. Now, Alex Mack has never been an All-Pro. Jason Kelsey has three All-Pros, and he's played from 2011 to 2019. That's when he played. Uh, he's still playing, but... That's really good. I don't know how he didn't make it over. Mac was good, but Mac was also on a Browns team that was never good. Kelsey yeah, but their offensive Super line Bowl. was good. Yeah, yeah. But just Kelsey, I don't know. Kelsey has a, had a better career. That's why. That's my opinion. But we're uh, not going to get into that really. Six Pro Bowls. We, we can... Yeah, Mack. but three. But no All Pros and All Pros. Yeah, but think better... about their
0: division. Marquise Pouncey was the guy getting. Um... The stuff that he was competing with Alex Mack when he was in Cleveland. That's true. That's right. Like true. he, and then when he goes to Atlanta, he has three consecutive Pro Bowls right after going to Atlanta, 2016 yeah. Listen, to 2018, all Pro so, Bowls.
1: Yeah, but so so here's the thing: is J- Jimmy Graham definitely hit a point in his what, career? Wait, wait, what are you talking about, we're Jimmy Graham? Jimmy for Graham. It, dude? No, no, because no, I, cause Parsa, I, just, cause Parsa, I just look Parsa 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 No, because McCona. We're we're past that. We're on, well, we're on Travis, the defense. Travis. Guess what? Okay. Well, well, well. Listen, I'm gonna say one thing before before I move on. But Travis, <laughs> Travis Kelsey has literally a thousand less yards than Jimmy Graham in sixty less games played.
2: Real quick, what what do so, you like, keep? How do you keep course, saying Jimmy Graham's name?
1: Jimmy Graham. <laughs> you keep saying
2: Graham. <laughs> it's Graham, like a Graham cracker. Jimmy
1: Graham. Well, I, know it's, I know it's Jimmy Graham, like a Graham cracker. But I don't say it like a Graham. Cracker. Tom Brady. You know, I, mean? you know I don't think really Tom Brady's very. Good. I say I say a bunch of players' names the way that I want to say them, and guess what, Matt? You are not going to be the person to stop me because you are probably the, the hundred, <laughs> Yeah, but when you're making an, deep an deep argument at this. At this. Uh, McCona- an all-time McCona, you talent? You, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I'm making an argument. Listen, I say the name of someone and I'm making an argument that has to do with numbers and you pick up the fact that I say the last name wrong. So I guess no, I already you're the debated one you. we that doesn't on. know how to debate things correctly because what matters to you is the last name. Yeah, That's I don't think LeBrin say. James Dang, is very good. I don't good. think that anything you said in the last three minutes makes any sense. So there we go. We can <laughs> move on. <laughs> All right, that was
0: Parsa's worst take. Um, so let's go
1: to the defense. Actually, that was my best take, Makana, because as you know, my worst take is at the very end. But joke's All like, your other things
0: you. aren't very good, so I got that you. being I your best you. can still okay. be pretty bad. Um, really?
1: I don't know, Makana. You yeah. just shit on your own radio show. I don't know if you want to do that.
0: I don't. I, I shit I, on
1: you. I, unlike you, Makana, fully, fully think that our radio show is really, really good. And it takes the worst. We're not a, a radio show. But, this is a unlike, podcast. But unlike you, you think that this podcast is bad. I'm sorry that you think it's what? bad. I like, it. I like it. I like it. But I get your. I get, I get. you moved on. I just don't understand why you couldn't listen to a stat without having to say that someone's last name was pronouncing correctly. Matt brought so, it up. That so wasn't even-
2: I don't. I don't even know who this Jimmy Graham character is, but we're gonna move on to defensive
1: ends. He sounds pretty so, good. Yeah, I mean, he definitely didn't make the all-time team for a reason, and McConaughey, I guess at the end of the day, is wrong. But there we go. Worst take.
2: Um, defense: Klayas Campbell, Cameron Jordan, Julius Peppers, J.J. Watt. That's who made it at the end. Um, one of the guys that I was really surprised that isn't on this list: Michael Bennett. And I know Michael Bennett wasn't good for a super long time, super long time, but. The thing that always stood out to me about Michael Bennett is that one time Bill Belichick said that he was the not the best defensive player in the league, not the best DN in the league, nothing like that. Best football player in the entire NFL and had been for about 2 or 3 seasons. That's what Bill Belichick said about him. That is about who? About My Michael ben. Bennett. And Michael oh, yeah. Bennett was he was such a crucial part to the Legion of Boom. Such a crucial part
1: yeah, um, probably more of a crucial part to the Legion of Boom than he was to the Patriots. Well, yeah. But the Legion of what? Boom was also insane, what? their talent level.
2: How would he be a crucial part to the Patriots? <laughs> he was a crucial he part to a... beating the Patriots
0: or, or losing po- to them. He
1: played for the Patriots, but that wasn't, like, prime that's what Michael I'm, Bennett. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was so exactly what I said. He, he played for the Patriots, so I said, obviously, like, yeah, his yeah. impact was, like, okay. just, when he was, like, the Michael Bennett, the like. You know he's t- uh what do you what's his name Belichick's talking about yeah that's who I was talking about yeah
2: um other guys Cam Wake Cam Wake is just I like awesome Cam um Demarcus Ware possibly a little bit better in the in the two thousand decade though um and Robert Mathis who had just an extraordinary season one time um good player throughout his career but he had like a very high peak very very high peak um then a couple other guys at linebacker. That I saw that are they're like the end kind of like you know how the edge player three but that would be just yeah Justin Houston and T Sizzle, uh the linebackers that were on the decade list were Chandler Jones, that is right yes. the main man, Luke Keachley.
1: Cleo Mack, Keachley? No,
2: Keekley <laughs> Um Bob Miller, Bobby Wagner, Pat Willis. So those yeah, guys all deserving. Yeah. You got some. I don't know about
0: Willie. I don't think there's anybody that could replace him though. But like when I think no. about decade <laughs> linebackers, I don't think of Patrick Willis. But like actually, when you look at all the guys. It's like yeah, I guess. Well, he just
2: was really good. He was good yeah. throughout his whole career, and it was kind of like a half and half. Yeah. Which is which is why you would think that it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think he retired after 2014. So I think yeah, that was because his last, last year. year was
0: first year of eligibility into the Hall of Fame, and you know what happened? Do you make it what
1: McCona you tell us you,
0: you made it what right happened you know what happened first ballot
1: <laughs> no man, unanimous
2: <laughs> they said he was the greatest player ever huh
1: <laughs> yeah definitely they said he was the greatest quarterback of all time didn't they McConaughey? <laughs> no
0: they didn't he was not the best quarterback of all time are you sure that's what I heard
1: what okay what were you gonna say
0: He's Hello. not a Hall of Fame finalist. Not really? even a finalist in his yeah, first year of eligibility. Man. Yeah, he wasn't a finalist.
2: The problem man. is that he didn't. The problem is that he didn't play. Like he didn't play for that long of a time. and it doesn't matter. Everyone agreed sense.
1: that everyone agreed that if his career was like even shorter, he still would have made it. I think that's what, what? most people. He'll but, eventually but make I mean, it. Yeah, Maybe. I think he'll eventually make it. I mean. He only I played nine so, years, but at the same time, I think. Yeah, he played for nine years, and he was, like, what? One of the best linebackers for maybe seven of that?
2: Yeah, probably. He passed In his last year, he passed the torch to Bowman.
0: Bowman yeah, held it, I think, then, for one
2: season, then got hurt. Bowman held it for it. one
1: season, then got hurt, and then, yeah.
0: Yeah, let's okay. move on to... um. Corners? Yeah, Oh, corners. D, the D
2: tackles on the list. For, sorry, I forgot to say them. Um, Geno Atkins, Fletcher Cox, Aaron Donald, and Nadon Kong, Kong Su. Um. I don't really know who else would get in there. I think that's very accurate. Maybe some people think Geno Atkins shouldn't be there. Geno Atkins is a straight baller. Yeah, but Geno not Atkins is a beast, yeah. Yeah, not his fault. He plays on the Bengals. Um, corners. Pat Peterson, Darrell Rivas, Richard Sherman, and Chris Harris Jr. Chris Harris Jr. is a DB, but he's a corner. Uh, Joe Hayden has an argument over Chris Harris. That's what I think. I think, I think Joe Hayden played on bad Browns teams. Nothing you can do about it if you are a corner. You cannot impact the game as much as other positions at corner. Now you can have a huge you have a huge effect on good defenses, but if your defense is bad, you can't make up for your defense. Exactly. Um, some defensive linemen are able to do that somewhat. DBs can't. At yeah. least corners. Some safeties kind of can, but so not they didn't play with the best defenses. The, the problem with the Browns has always been the offense, but that's kind of the problem I think there. I mean, he tweeted out a thing with his stats. They're, they look better. Now, stats don't tell the whole story, but I think he's better than Chris Harris for this decade. One that was kind of interesting is Revis is on it. Of course Revis is on it, right? But I always remember Revis being better a little bit before this. I could be a little, a little wrong, but I'll look it I don't up. know. I, I feel like Rivas' best years were right right before the decade. I, Maybe, but I, it might like be like right 2007
0: in 2007 to 2017 was Rivas' career. So okay. it's like you know, right at that begin I mean, he he was first team all-pro in 2014. Okay. So, so then that's like, definitely that's definitely well deserved. But then. his prime was 2009, 2010, 2011. That was Revis yeah. Island right there. Yeah,
2: that's what I remember. Okay. Um but- besides that, the safeties Eric Berry, Earl Thomas, Eric Weddle and have on Matthew. The only guys that I could say that should be in there would be Harrison Smith. Should probably definitely be in there over Eric Weddle. And I don't know Cam Chancellor possibly. I know Cam Chancellor. Oh, he played with with Earl. Cam Chancellor is just so good. And yeah, he's not like he's not as versatile as some other players, but he is so good at being in the Cam box. Cam Chancellor
1: safety. knocked out Vernon Davis. Wasn't that him?
2: Yeah, that yeah, destroyed never, him on uh, the little like uh, wheel I'll route.
1: never forget that he destroyed him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but he oh. was the least important part of the Legion of Boom. Like, like it was Earl Thomas and Richard Sherman that. That's yeah, and Michael Camp Bennett, Bennett Cam Chancellor, and kind of Bobby became Wagner. better
1: once that once he got more more of like the you know. When he when he had
0: that torch, but then he retired. Yeah. So yeah, we never got to see solo Cam, but maybe that's why he was good. But yeah. Matt, you brought up Eric Weddle. I think Eric Weddle is a guarantee on this list. Like he's been one of the premier safeties since 2010 in the NFL. Like obviously the last two years, the last year wasn't great, but like pro bowl or 2016 through 2018, 2013, 2014, 2011, he's got two first team, all pros. Like the dude is one of the smartest guys to play football. And that's why he was able to do it was his mind. It's like he's able to just trick quarterbacks like crazy so it's not as flashy as other guys but harrison smith is also really good so it's not like they're both it's it's, it
1: would be a really tough decision yeah because i feel like eric Weddle was around before harrison smith but i don't know yeah he was yeah eric
0: Weddle came into the league in 2007 so yeah
1: and he was also like at you know pro bowl level i guess earlier yeah definitely i guess the timeline has a big influence you know on on who they put
2: um, only other thing to hit on real quick, and then we'll get in the worst take. Sweet. Punt returners, Tyreek Hill, Darren Sproles, kick returners, Devin Hester, Cordell Patterson. We were thinking, Josh Cribbs. how is he not on a punt returner? He was not he a was, really marquee returner was, in the decade. Yeah. He was the decade before, so just put that out there. Because I looked at listen and listened, was like, how is Josh Cribbs not on it? That was my first thought. What right about Deshaun
1: Jackson? That could be one. But, that could definitely be one. I guess honestly, they didn't put Deshaun him on Jackson there he might wasn't be as much of a full time returner as all these other guys.
2: Yeah, but Tyreek Hill is like, he hasn't been like.
1: Tyreek Hill was really... like two years. Yeah, Ty yeah, Tyreek Hill also wasn't as long. Yeah.
2: He's not even the returner anymore. It's hard been mostly. And Deshaun uh, Jackson was pretty He explosive. did it
0: through 2018. So he returned um, kicks and punts. Um, 2010, 2011 was his premiere. I think 2009 was his best year. But he was a 2013 um, Pro Bowler, 2010 Pro Bowler. So as much earlier, he did it more, but he still did it. Um, that's kind of tough. Like It's just Tyreek Hill only did it for like two years, and then they put in Nicole Hardman. But it's like, I don't know of anybody else. Maybe Sproles. I mean, but, yeah. But Sproles yeah. already the flex, so that's taken. Like, yeah, you're not going to put him there. Yeah, that, I don't. I still don't get the flex thing. <laughs> all right.
2: You guys think it's time to uh, transition into the worst take?
1: I think it's time. Uh, okay, so my worst take uh, is something to do with the NFL. And basically, we all saw, we had talked about on the podcast about a couple weeks ago, how the blockbuster trade between DeAndre Hopkins, you know, them sending him from Houston for Johnson from Arizona was a really big deal. Uh, And I was thinking, you know, they gave up – the Texans gave up their number one receiver, arguably the best receiver in the league. Uh, And, you know, Antonio Brown's still on the chopping block. So he's out here. He just hired a new agent. He's trying to kind of get on, you know, the road to his comeback in the NFL. And I think that, you know, the Texans might be the team that has to take a shot on him because at this point it might be their best option and their only option – To secure a top five receiver that could be their number one, Uh, and you know, I guess when it comes to the bottom of it, Antonio Brown at this point seems pretty desperate to be back in the NFL, and if the Texans are desperate enough, their their intentions might align. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think that. Can I can I hit on this first? Pretty foreseeable thing. Yeah, of course.
2: Okay, so I really like that because the Texans' best option right now is Will Fuller. They have holes all over the roster. They have no draft capital. Yeah, it's a good receiver draft, but are they really going to draft a receiver high? Um, I don't know. And A.B., like, you already have a mess of a situation. Is it really going to get much worse with Bill O'Brien? Probably not. And Bill O'Brien is definitely the type of guy to sign a guy like A.B. Not to mention, if A.B. signs with the Texans, he will be really good. They will get production out of Antonio Brown. Yeah, for Um, one game. the only the only thing about it is like obviously the character concerns, huge factor of course. But if he, he hasn't okay, I haven't heard about Antonio Brown do anything stupid in a while. Did
1: not last get arrested? time arrested? yeah,
0: like
2: that was kind a while of ago. Recently, well, kind of recently. No, he I got like re-
0: arrested like pretty recently.
2: Do you guys remember how much stuff was coming up for like a four month span about Antonio Brown? There was literally almost every something every single day. It's definitely slowed a lot down. I don't think he's gonna get over whatever he's been doing. Like, I don't think it's gonna change. But you can get a season out of him. Um, you can sign him. You can sign him right before the season and you just say, "All right, and AB, you run this route, this route, this route. We'll just tell you what to run."
1: Yeah, but but Matt, do you know is. how much money they have? Do you know how much money the Texans have? Because, like you said, well, I don't AB think they will have sign too much a- cash to just pour it. At AB.
2: Well, you can just sign him for a year. I'm, i i They'll have enough to sign him for a year, like this season. Um,
1: yeah.
2: I think it's a great idea. The Texans. Yeah, I think the be able Texans to, are a pretty just,
1: speedy defense to begin with, and speeding up their offense won't really hurt at all, so
2: Yeah. Um I think that'd be great. I think the Texans I mean, Deshaun Watson's gotta have someone a good receiver to throw to. I don't understand why they did what they did. Um yeah, a lot of people really in the league either. like you hear people in the league when like the media blows something up and they're like, Oh, like that was so bad. You know, the media's talking about that was like the worst trade ever. Well, there was some article that was posted, and like a lot of uh, GMs and front office people were talked to about this trade. They were saying that they did not understand how that ever would happen. They did not believe how can one front office be so inept to have that trade happen, and that's what everyone said. And it's really accurate. Like it can't it can't be blown out of proportion about how bad of a trade that was. David Johnson was not supposed to be able to be moved for anything, and him and a second rounder got only a second rounder, not a first rounder. Got traded for for DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins has never done anything stupid. Yeah. So, I don't even know.
0: April 3rd, that's when ESPN came out about him facing three charges.
2: <laughs> okay, so that happened, but <laughs> still. <laughs>
0: like that's like from like one of the older cases, but it's like it's not like it's going away. All this stuff was coming out because he was in the spotlight. He was in Hard Knocks. He was with yeah. the Patriots. He was posting on social media. And now what he's posting on social media is working out with a great NFL franchise in the Baltimore Ravens, <laughs> working out with a premier quarterback, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> and a great young wide receiver in Marquise Brown. Now, So
1: basically the Ravens saved Antonio Brown's career, right, McConaughey?
0: Yeah. When they win the Super Bowl with him, it'll be his second. You know, it'll be it'll just be so happy. And he'll hoist that Super Bowl MVP with that dyed mustache. It'll look so nice. Hope we all like recording it on Instagram live at halftime, leading in the Super Bowl, beating the Patriots. Tom Brady got nothing. I'm just kidding i remember when he did That's, that was
2: the first thing that was the first thing he did was he had that he recorded the like the, like the locker speech. room with tomlin talking and everyone was like yeah. damn tom tomlin's good at this stuff
1: yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then antonio brown and, has a hilarious social media history
2: dude coaches gotta like him because he makes the coach look so good do you remember when he posted the the video the audio of gruden talking to him on the phone and everyone's like man Gruden makes me want to put my head through a wall right now. He just he fires me up, you know, because Gruden's like, "Boy, you come out here. We want you to play football, man. Like that's what we want you to do." And everyone's like, "Man, I want to play football for, for John Gruden."
1: Yeah, what was Antonio Brown thinking? Like, I I remember the day he got, uh, cut by the Steelers. He was like running around his backyard in his house, like celebrating, <laughs> and he like free. there was another dude. There was another dude filming it, and he was like, he was like, he's mom He was like, "Yo, bro." <laughs> He was like in his grandma's <laughs> massive mansion. Just runs out. He's like, "Let's go!" I think he was like swearing. He was like, "Let's, let's f go!" Like this is insane. And it was like, Dude. "Bro, like, guess what happened? That was the lo- last consistent job you've had in like the last two years."
0: And then he got <laughs> like, frostbite. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, he got frostbite.
1: Frostbite. Okay, Wait, so when? when did he get frostbite? This accident. Went into a cryo
0: chamber. So he had to miss, like, a month of practice. And then he got, like, then he recorded, like, some John Gruden thing. And then he got, like, kicked off the team. No, then he, like, posted, like, he got fined or something. And he posted on his social media. was like, what is this? And then he gets kicked off the team. And then John Gruden makes that call. And he's like, all right, I'll come back, coach. And then he records it. He gets kicked off the team again. And then he goes to the Patriots, plays one game, does okay.
1: Does more stupid stuff. and then gets Okay, well, he had, like, two touchdowns that game, didn't he? He had one. It was a oh, nice okay. it was
0: a nice back shoulder high point catch but like <laughs> come on like you're Antonio Brown you should be doing more than there Yeah, I mean when
1: you're Antonio Brown and teams don't want to hire you because you're an issue then your return on investment must be so bad that you definitely need to go re- re- rethink <laughs> your entire life. Like I I don't even know what to say at that point. I mean, if you dye your
0: mustache blonde, you definitely need to be reconsidering some life choices. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so funny. I feel like that's pretty so good for a worst take. Two in this episode. Um, kind of a double joint. <laughs> fans. What
1: one that you liked more than the other for sure.
0: <laughs> um, but that's a that was a good episode. It's great to have Parsa back. Uh, we need we need to bring that worst take energy back into the podcast. I miss being um, pissed
1: off at you, Mikana, Not gonna lie. Yeah,
0: uh, one day we'll have a story time on how Parson and I met because um, it's a great <laughs> yeah, story. Do a great to be We'll do. A yeah, little... <laughs> we'll definitely do that at some point soon. You guys, you guys will love listening to it because it's just yeah. kind of it's a funny story. Um, yeah, look
1: out for the YouTube channel coming soon too. So definitely keep posted on that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, other than that, I feel like that's pretty good for today's episode. Um, you guys have anything else to say? Uh, no, no, I just
1: really appreciate that I had the chance to come back with you guys after a while. It's been good. Uh, we've got the permanent setup now, and since for us three at least, all our online classes are virtual, so we'll, we will be still coming to you guys, even though we're in different locations. And I'm farther away from Mikana than I wanted to be when I'm screaming at him, but you know, <laughs> it it works out, and I'm glad I'm back. So thanks for having me, boys.
0: Yeah, um, thank you everybody yep. for listening. We'll see all of you again on Thursday. <laughs>